0: welcome to stripped money conversations welcome to a place where anybody can learn or talk about money whether you're young or whether you're old whether you're married to the love of your life or even if you are married to your career whether you have kids are planning to have kids or even if you're one of those people who just prefers pets Whether you're established or just entering the working world, welcome to a place where our conversations are not based on your bank balance. No, 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 but they're based on your unique needs and ambitions. I am your host, Lungile Masekho. Remember that this show does not provide financial advice. These are just conversations between me and my guests, but I'd like to invite you on the journey so you and I can learn together. Hello, Strip Money Conversations family. Is it just me or did people really start focusing more on their homes since the pandemic? I've really seen more home content since then and I'm loving it. As you might know, I'm a strong believer in having nice things, but I will shop around for a good deal. And I'll tell you this, I am very patient. I will wait for a sale. I follow a lot of home content on Instagram and I'm That annoying follower that's always asking, sorry, where did you get that? (laughs) But let's be honest, decorating your home can be overwhelming and very expensive. Today, I chat to the fabulous Keisha Wiley, who runs The Homing Pigeon, one of my favorite Instagram accounts. And today, we're going to be talking about some money-saving interior design secrets. I'm so excited, Keisha. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Lungile. It's so nice to be here.
0: Amazing. Um, So let's kick off with this. Tell us about your journey. How did you end up in interior design?
1: So uh, it was quite a roundabout way that I got there. I mean, I always loved interior design. When I was little, I'd take the home magazines and draw little stick figures and pretend that I lived in these fancy houses in these magazines. And then I'd also like cut off the, mag- uh, the newspaper clippings from the Sunday Times. And I'd force my dad to take me around the suburbs and go and look at these houses that we would never <laughs> move into, but just started kind of dreaming from there. And then I actually studied in Stellenbosch. And in my last year of uh, my studies, my housemate said she's going for an interview at an uh, interior design uh, college. So I thought, well, you know, Stellenbosch in Cape Town was like probably half an hour away from each other, 40 minutes. So she asked me if I wanted to road trip with her and off we went. And I was going to sit outside in the car and the headmistress of the college saw me and it wasn't in the best area. And she said, I must come inside and just like sit in the meeting. And mm. after the meeting, I was so excited and so inspired that <laughs> I actually landed up joining her and I studied for another two years in interior design. And that kind of Set me off to starting my design journey.
0: Oh, cool. So, what were you studying before this?
1: So, I did just a general BCOM and um, yeah, I just really just enjoyed the student life and Mm. did the BCOM. Just obviously, when you're young, I wasn't quite sure what to do. So, I thought a BCOM would give me a good foundation until I kind of figured it out.
0: Okay, cool. And there was your friend rescuing you and showing you the light.
1: Exactly, without even knowing it.
0: Yeah. Um, What does a day in your life look like as an interior designer?
1: So, oh my word, every day is very different. It really depends on what stages I'm at in projects, if I'm reopening my online interior design course. Uh, So basically, in general, I'd normally wake up at about 6 a.m., I'll exercise, then I pop into my emails, I'll have a look at what collections and deliveries need are needed for projects, follow up with suppliers, obviously do lots of designing help my students on my Facebook group who are learning to design themselves. And basically they're not, not just any normal thing is just cook dinner and watch series or just catch up on some reading. So every day is extremely different. And I've, I suppose that's why I love the job. It's
0: never Mm. predictable. It really sounds like fun. (laughs) When I was researching for this show, the first question that I saw on Quora read, okay, why are people wasting money on interior decoration? (laughs) How would you answer this, Keisha?
1: So, oh, that's a good question. I mean, I suppose waste is a very relative question, that word waste. Mm. Um, And I suppose some people would see it that way. I have a feeling a man might have asked that question (laughs) because the men are often the ones to to not want to spend money on it and they're very happy just to live with a rug and a leather couch and a TV. So (laughs) I have a feeling that was written by a man. But it's all uh, really is relative. So basically, I mean, it's like going to the doctor. You know, if if you've got a cold, you know, it's a waste of money to go to a doctor because you know it's a cold and you probably just need influenza. But if your baby is sick, then you're not going to see it as a waste of money going to the doctor because, you know, it's just getting that expert opinion on seeing, you know, like just getting that – that frame of reference to say, okay, it is a cold, but it's actually turning into bronchitis. So, you know, this is the steps that we need to do. And I feel like interior design is the same way. Some people are happy to not live in the beautiful spaces, but other people who are really frustrated with their homes, they have no idea where to go. They want a beautiful space. uh, And I feel like those are the kinds of people who wouldn't see it as a waste of money. Mm. And, you know, there are ways to do it affordably. You know, you can like, I mean, I'm very, very conscious about doing interior design on a budget for people's budgets. So I've created the online interior design course. So if people don't wanna hire me to do their space, they literally jump into the course when it when it opens, And they can basically learn to design like a professional designer. And it's at a 10th of the price of what a traditional designer would cost. Mm. Or, you know, you can also design, I I redesign homes for you online. So that's, it saves all the consultation fees and all the call out fees and stuff like that. So it really is, it's, it's a waste of, if you don't actually see it that way, I suppose, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I suppose it just goes with your preferences. It's, it's, I suppose that you could ask the same question. Why do people waste money on buying oranges and not apples? I mean, it's, it's just your preference. If you like your, your interiors a certain way, then you wouldn't see it as a waste of money.
1: That's exactly it.
0: Okay, with that said, um, how much money should you spend on decorating your home? Is there a formula? You know, as people who are in financial services, there's always a formula that if you do X, then Y must cost that. Is there a formula when it comes to interior design? If your house is worth X amount of money, then you should spend X amount of money to decorate it.
1: So I've got like a general rule of thumb being a creative and not a financial person. (laughs) um, I don't really work with formulas. So from what I find, I mean, I've done hundreds of homes Mm. and I normally work room by room or space by space. So, um, and I find that's how most people want to redesign their home. They want to start a project and then finish it, complete it, and then move on to the next space. So I find with just art and decorations with no new furniture, furniture, Um, You know, and you're just literally buying like the small trinkets of things to make your room look pretty and complete. That's normally between 20 and 35,000, depending obviously on what you need. Um, And then if you want like the full revamp, but not just like, you know, a couch and a rug, it's like pretty much you're moving into an empty house and you're looking at a relatively large room, like a, let's just say a living room. Uh, so where you need couches and rugs and TV units and all the rest of it, that's normally between 70 to 100K for a full revamp to make it look like a brand new space.
0: So it's not small money, Keisha.
1: <laughs> it's not small money, no. So the way I look at it is, you know, if, if you're moving into a house, you are, you're going to spend that money anyway. You need the couch, you need the rug, you need all the things. Mm. So, I mean, for me, I think it's like that money is going to leave your account at some, at some point, you know, whether it's, you know, you might shop around for more affordable places, which is totally fine, but it's, it's not small money, but it's money that's leaving your account anyway. So you either just save up for it to make sure you can buy the really nice stuff. It doesn't have by nice. I don't mean expensive. I just mean something that you absolutely love Mm. rather than just buying something from a cheap furniture place because you know you need the couch now or you know what I mean so you just mm. need to you, know, it's, it's, you need to prioritize what you want to spend money on first and I often think quality trumps the price because you're going to have to land up buying it again in five years time because it wasn't the greatest quality if that makes sense
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the prices of furniture keep going up. So it really makes sense to make that investment early on um, and get good quality stuff.
1: For sure. I totally agree with that.
0: Should you spend more money on the interior or exterior of your home? What are your thoughts? And maybe you're a little bit biased, yeah.
1: So I think I am biased, which I think the answer would be obvious, But I also think, I mean, if your house looks horrifically dilapidated and it's beautiful inside, then maybe it's also time to consider like putting some money on the outside. But I think, I mean, you wake up every day inside the four walls of your house. Like that's the first thing you're gonna see. That's gonna set the tone of the day. It's not going to, you know, you want it to be a space that you absolutely love that you can invite your friends over and you're proud of. And I think once your friends walk through the door, they're going to forget what it looks like on the outside and the experience and the most time that you spend is on the inside, which really affects your mood and well-being. So I really do think like if you had to prioritize, I would do that inside first.
0: Okay, but where do I start? I mean, let's say I've moved into a new home and I probably have more rooms than I had in my previous home. Where do I start? How do I determine my style? So that's a great question.
1: And um, I actually teach all of this in my online interior design course. Okay. So, um, so just to give you like a little bit of a snippet, I mm. would say, so to start, the first thing you do need to do is understand your style. Everything that's like the cornerstone of design you that's where all your decision making is going to happen it's where you're going to go you're going to know which shops to go to what shops to avoid so i would start with trying to really understand your style and a nice little trick that you can do is create a pinterest board and start just collecting images of pictures that you really really like Mm -hmm. then so obviously the rule is to really really like them and you don't just like the couch so you have to like the whole concept Then what you do is you grab a piece of paper and you start asking yourself these questions. What colors do I see? What textures do I see? Uh, What is the style of the couch or the bed or the headboard or, you know, whatever like that. And then you start kind of seeing trends, like is there a lot of greenery or whatever? Then that's basically can be like your mini blueprint of what to look for when you go to the shop. So you say, okay, from my analysis of my Pinterest board, I saw a lot of gray. So I'm not going to go for beige because I'm not even though you might really, really like a beige couch, but your aesthetic that you really like is uh, gray, for example. So that kind of just gives you a good space to start. Then, obviously, from there, I mean, understanding your style kind of answers everything, which is a fabulous place to start. You're not going to waste money by going out and painting the walls beige when you know it should be gray, for example.
0: Mm, those are such great tips. As you were talking about it, I was imagining my Pinterest board, and I can already see that there is actually a style. I might not be able to articulate to articulate it, but there's definitely a vibe that's going on in there.
1: So, I think a lot of people think they have to fall into a specific style like Scandi or Modern or Contemporary. Mm. We're actually just doing that little exercise. You don't really need a name for it. You just need to understand the, the look and feel.
0: Great. Can you give us some tips on some easy things that we can do in our homes without really breaking the bank? I mean, let's say your house is fully furnished, but it just doesn't feel complete. How do you personalize it? How do you refresh your home?
1: So that's a great question. There's actually heaps of stuff you can do. So um, here's like my top favorites that are really quick and easy. So just look at what you got. And I often find clutter or a lot of decor and little ornaments and things actually make the house look a bit aged or like too busy and your eyes are bouncing around. So less is always more. So take away things that don't necessarily have to be there and only things that add to the aesthetic or the look and feel. Another one I would say is uh, hang your curtains as high to the ceiling as possible. And that way it makes the room feel bigger, the house feel bigger. I'd also opt for probably plain fabric curtains because it doesn't really age the place. It's Mm -hmm. not going to grab a lot of attention and uh, you can, it will basically never tire over time. You know, you don't need a massive amount of patterns on your curtains because you know, those patterns might go out of fashion, for example. Um, I would also say, I know repainting your home can be expensive, but if yeah. you do it in a quality way, you don't, like with a good quality paint and you trust your painters, that is something that will transform your space straight away. And you need to test the paint, make sure that there's no yellow or pink or blue or green undertones because those undertones actually age the place. So I often walk into a client's home and they've got a beige paint on the wall and it's got that yellowy undertone where you always think it's like a bit of like a old age home (laughs) kind of, you know, (laughs) like it's like it just feels quite old. Mm. Um, So those are the kinds of paints you want to avoid and you want to stick to like light grays or whites that will brighten up the space or even beige, but just avoid those yellow undertones. And then obviously pops of color makes a huge difference. So you can just do that by adding greenery to the space or adding a little pot plant or scatter cushions or a throw. And then another one that I find a lot of people, this is probably the last one I'll, I'll give you for now, is uh, a rug. And I find a lot of people do the rug placement very uh, incorrectly. where okay. Like a... a the rug isn't big enough for the space. So for example, in a living room, the rug is just floating underneath the coffee table and it's not touching any of the front legs of the furniture where the rule of thumb is the minimum that a rug should be is where the front legs of your couch is tucked under the the rug perimeter or circumference, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, or in a dining room, you want... When you're pulling out the chairs you want your chairs to still be on the rug rather than it coming off the rug and all these things like almost trick your eye into making it seem like a grander more luxurious space rather than small little things just being placed then it almost looks like hand me downs or uh, like looks very lost so those are just small little tricks that you can can do that will really uplift the space
0: that is so interesting. I mean, everything that you've said is like, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I'm not well equipped to make those kind of decisions. For example, I wouldn't I wouldn't have noticed. Well, as you were talking, I realized that my rug is sitting the right way. So fa- that's fantastic. <laughs> well, that's but good. I, <laughs> but uh, it's some of the things I wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't mentioned them. Sorry. I don't feel confident enough to do it on my own. So you reckon your your online course can help me with my confidence?
1: 100%. So I've, uh, sorry, 100%. So the, the course is called Ditch Your Designer yeah. with the intention of equipping people with the confidence to basically learn my exact process. I mean, I've designed hundreds of homes, so I've basically formulated my process and simplified it where people can literally log into the course they follow the instructions follow the steps it's all the way from understanding your style like I explained it goes into a lot more depth then it goes to using color understanding the basics of color getting adventurous with color then understanding how to create a proper layout of your furniture whether it's new furniture or your existing furniture I teach you how to create a space that is basically the most optimal and will make the space feel bigger and then the final module is basically how to style the whole space so how to create a professional look that it doesn't just look like it's a showroom of in, that you've walked into—it actually looks like a home, and you can add yeah. your fun, personalized style. So um, it will definitely, once you walk out of there, you will. Once you finish the course, you will feel absolutely confident.
0: And why did you? Why did you come up with this course? Because I'm, I'm thinking, and i I might be wrong, that it's obviously more, um, should be more profitable for you to see one-on-one clients and guide them in person. Why would you create a course like this um, so that anybody can do it? I mean, we, I would think that you would want more clients for yourself to help rather than us helping ourselves.
1: Exactly. So I actually get, I'm surprised I get this question a lot. And, and yeah, I think it's, it's really interesting. I think the whole basis of my business, the homing pigeon was created for affordable design. When I started it, I was still living at home with my parents. Um, you know, with the intention of moving out, and I was like, I don't even know where to start, or how am I going to afford these things? And all my friends were in a similar boat. that would either just moved out, or they um, had like a brand new like a new marriage, and they, you know, their their money was going towards either weddings or their children. So my whole thing is based on affordable design that people can either, you know, just create one space at a time. Um, and then I think as time went on, I even found even then people couldn't afford afford me. And I'm Mm. really affordable for an interior (laughs) designer. So I just really, it's just something in me where I feel like I want to help as many people create the spaces that they love. Like I grew up in a house where it wasn't, it was a proper old 70s house. Um, you know carpets everywhere and like just like I mean I think my dad actually decorated it which was obviously not the the greatest he's 80 now so you can just imagine and um, I think that's where a lot of my passion came from because I was like you know everyone needs a home that they're proud of and love and it doesn't have to be the most fancy house but it's just something that they can create and I feel like once you understand the principles of design You'll feel so empowered that whichever house you move to in the future, you can basically equip yourself to redesign that space rather than always feeling like, okay, now I need to go back to the homing pigeon to redo this house or redo this space, where if you learn to do it once, you'll never have to hire anyone again.
0: I love that. You're doing it to empower us and that's fantastic. Where can people find you to learn more from you and sign up for the course? Because I am definitely signing up.
1: So the course is launching on the twenty fourth of January, and it closes only a few days after that. So it is a pre-recorded online course. So it's not only going to be active for a few days, but you've you've got a lifetime access to it. You can do it in your own time,
0: okay. and
1: um, but you've got a few days to enroll, basically. And so the twenty fourth of January is when it is opening. And you can sign up at www.ditchyourdesigner.com. And I am actually offering you and your followers a 15% discount. So when what? you check out, you can... yeah, um, I just, yeah, I just really appreciate you being here. And I know that you are all about empowering people with budgets. So, why not do the same thing for all your followers Maybe. so your code will be lungi15 with a small l and so at checkout you can just pop it in the the code and you can get 15 percent off and also if you wish there is a payment plan which is interest free which i know would obviously suit your followers <laughs> because we're not about owing money uh, and mm-hmm. interest so i you prefer to pay it off, you can uh, choose that option also at the checkout.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I've seen your work and I've seen some of the testimonials from your students, and I, I think it's such a great opportunity. I hope all of my listeners really do partake and join your course. The last I push- hope so too.
1: I hope to see some familiar faces there.
0: Yes. Um, the last question I have for you is that the show is called Strip Money Conversations, and I always invite my guests to strip down one money term relating to their industry that is often misunderstood. What would this be for you?
1: So I think it is budget. So literally, in one of your mm. questions, when I said the budget, and you, you know, you rightly so said, you know, that's a lot of money. And that is often a very, um, you know, people think that they do. Obviously, it is a lot of money to lay out for their house. But it's basically you need to weigh up whether what your maximum spend is versus what your maximum transformation is. So if you just want something small, then your budget doesn't have to be huge. But if you want the massive transformation, then by all means, you know it, it is possible but it's just a matter of either delaying the process and um, saving up a bit or once again doing like a course like digital designer where you can do it in your own time and you can you know then then you don't have to spend all that money on a, on a designer but you're still acquiring all those skills and you can still save in your own time to create a home that you love
0: that's amazing. It's all about setting the goal, your goals up front. And that's that's all we talk about on this show, you know, understanding your goals and then attacking them the, the way that they need to be attacked. Thank you so much for your time. I cannot wait to sign up for your course. And thank you so much for the valuable tips that you shared with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Lungi. It was so lovely to be here and chat interior design. And, yeah, you're just full of wisdom and yeah, very inspired by you. So thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much. Chat soon. Thank you so much for your time. You have been listening to an episode of Stripped Money Conversations. Please share the love by subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And let me know what you thought of this show on social media. Just search Strip Money Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you have topic suggestions, please slide into my DM and let's see if we can make it happen. Have a good day.